Well, welcome back to episode six of Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Uh, Chad Elbert here with my good buddy Jake, and this week we've we've got uh, a good one for you. I believe we're going to dig into the con a couple concepts that revolve around what you can really control in terms of your leadership and what you can influence. Um, a couple concepts. Um, my, my favorite comes from uh, the great Stephen Covey. Uh, and, uh, Jake's got some experience in the uh, what's called the Lotus of Control. But what, what we really want to do is to to sit to kind of break down how these things can be applied to you as a as a manager leader um, in business and and it, it goes off into life as well. Uh, so that that's kind of what uh, we uh, have in store for you. And I guess, Jake, why don't, why don't we kick it off with your experience with the, what's called the Lotus of Control and, and, and what, you know, how does that, how does that apply? What is that all about? Yeah. So how I've kind of heard it and, and know about it is uh, really just making the distinction between the internal kind of our internal, um, what we bring to the world, our internal choices versus the external or externalities, but things that we don't have control over. Um, I actually think I've been saying it wrong. I looked it up right before this. It's called the locus of control with a C. So I apologize for, for misleading you about that. But um, yeah, so really making the distinction of internal versus external of, you know, what, what do I have influence over? Um, and so in like a job, uh, or a managerial position in the business setting. Um, you know, I thought of an, an example where uh, I strategically may put a proposal together for, um, you know, our department heading this way and maybe it, it, you know, is an IT project and it needs some funding. So what I can control is putting a good proposal together, really trying to work with some others to get buy-in. But what I cannot control is if it gets funded, right? That's going to be a decision that's made somewhere else. Um, it, so that's kind of how I think about that distinction of, you know, what I can control in trying to influence this project and get it approved, something I believe in, but then also recognizing where that line is and that there are pieces that I can't control. Um, but that, but um, that also means that I wouldn't say, well, I don't have any control over this, so I'm not going to put a p proposal together, right? That would sort of be the other range or the other end of the extreme saying it's, it is in someone else's control. Uh, some part of that decision gets made. And so, you know, I'm not going to put anything together or even ask because I don't have the, uh, the final say. So um, those are kind of some of the extremes that, that I think can come up with this locus of control of, you know, internal uh, influence versus that external piece where, you know, we, there's things we don't have control over and we probably wish we did. It'd be more comfortable if we did, um, but it, that just isn't always the case. So really knowing where those lines are, but then also being active and influential to the extent we can um, with the things that we can control. So that's a, a, a big part of it as well. And how have you, how, I, I guess maybe do you got any examples of how you've actually been able to observe that in in either your clients yourself in in practicality where maybe somebody was off track or you know not really excelling 
because they weren't really in tune with what they could con truly control. Yeah, um, I've coached a client, it's a little bit off track, but I've coached a client who is looking for a new job and the, the locus of control of what they can influence their resume um, and you know, how they present themselves as a job applicant versus ultimately they don't make the decision and they don't know if they're gonna be hired or not, right? And so um, really working through uh, with a client how to engage more because I think what it was causing was, well, I don't, I'm not in control. I don't make the ultimate decision. And so it was kind of causing uh, some stuckness in the job applications and the job search and how that was even approached uh, because ultimately uh, they didn't have, you know, they don't control if they get hired or not. I mean, they sort of do, but they are not the one making that decision. Uh, so with this client, really just working with um, how to be active in that and what you we individually can control. And that's, well, I'm going to put together a really good resume and I'm going to make sure I'm, you know, at the job fairs or connecting with people that are in this field, doing the things that, that we can control or individual, you know, in that um, kind of scenario. So that's where I've seen it play out where there's sort of some, some stuckness because of the external uh, lack of control. Um, but there really is a lot that, that um, I think was able to shift the client to see that there's, he has a lot of opportunity to influence and control his contribution to looking for a new job. No, that's great. I mean, so what I, the way I like to look at that as well, from the seven habits of, of highly effective people from Stephen Covey uh, mm -hmm. is it's really in, in one of his habits about being proactive is, is this breaking down the circle of concern, which are these, these things in your life that we're, we're concerned about, um, you know, and even in today, in an election year, like we are at the time of recording this, right? There's a lot of things that are out of, that, that maybe I'm concerned about, you know, the mm -hmm. weather, mm -hmm. taxes, mm -hmm. what, what's going to go on with a, an election. Uh, those are, those are my, I might be concerned about that. And then in, inside that, then if you look at a, cir a circle of influence or the things that we actually have any influence on. If we're the leader of a team, um, obviously the, the, the people that report to us, we have more influence over than we do over the, the board of directors and, and who sets the budget for the, the corporation. But it's, you know, the more time we spend in that area between the circle of influence and the things in the circle of concern, the more time we're, you know, just not, not really being effective or creating stress and distraction in our days, uh, mm -hmm. you know, cause we're, we're literally spending time thinking about things that directly we have no influence over. And so break that down for me, Chad, just visually, I'm thinking of two circles. So there's the circle inside and I apologize for those that aren't watching this. I'm <laughs> using my hands. Uh, there's the small circle. That's the circle of concern. Or a circle of influence. A circle of influence. And then the small circle, and there's right. the big circle. Okay. Right. It's so okay. That, that, you know, this, this big circle are these, these things that we're concerned about. And mm -hmm. th there's a, a couple things we, we can do there is, 
um, you know, within the thing, within that circle that we're, uh, the things we can influence, the more effective we are, and this is like when in my coaching thing, I, for anybody at any point, I, I'd love to go back to Gandhi's favorite quote of, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Yes. Within that circle of influence, that's where it, you, you're acting at your core values, like, like we talk about mm-hmm. a lot. You're acting in in accordance with your mission statement. You know, you are being what you want the outer world to see. And, you know, the the more you focus within that inner circle of influence, Mm -hmm. it starts to grow. Mm -hmm. Because then people come, start coming to you because you're you're not acting fearful. Mm -hmm. You're not acting Mm -hmm. jealous. You're not. You know, you're you're not concerned about all these other outside forces, and and that's how Stephen Covey breaks that down. Is you know, the more you're acting in in really within the things you have influence over, the bigger mm-hmm. you can grow that circle of influence from from mm-hmm. the inside out. And and in a, another way, I like to look at that is that. If something that's out <clears throat> out of your current circle of influence really starts to concern you, mm-hmm. the point that it's, mm-hmm. you're losing sleep at night, that that's where then we have to make a decision. How do we change our circle of influence? You know, how do we mm-hmm. physically change where this thing is centered on? It, ah. Is it time to change a career? Is it time to move? Right. I mean, I mean, if you're, we're, say you live in Florida and you're just chronically losing sleep over being hit by a hurricane, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's time mm-hmm. to, to, to move to California. Um, where you're, you know, now, now you're, you, you've changed your circle of influence. You've influenced the fact that you're now no longer in a, in a hurricane-prone region. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so that, those, are, those are some ways that we can shape and change that circle of influence but it, okay. you know, it's always that you know in, in in this year of 2020 there's so much going on and you know i feel like it's a, a, kind of why we picked this topic was that there's a lot going on out in the world for us to get distracted by and concerned about that's just 100 mm-hmm. percent out of our circle of influence mm-hmm. right and, um, and, and or the locus of control, right? You're like the, these things just don't. I have no control over them. And right. and I, I think as a you know individually, if we wrestle with that and and you know wake up in the morning and kind of re- remind ourselves what what can I really influence today, then we can bring that to our teams, bring that to our organizations, even our families, and. You know, because you're then you're operating out of the circle of I, I really understand what I have actual influence over. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and so when it sounds like there's some work that happens in in the distinction of um, I really need to shed this in the circle of concern. I'm concerned about it. I can't control it. Or if I can't shed it, if I can't get rid of it, then I need to think about how to integrate that into my circle of influence. I mean, even like if we take an extreme example, I guess if, if we take, you know, some government policy, let's say 
I mean, I think to some degree I could say, well, I can't do anything about that uh, taxes, but then, well, maybe I could, I guess if it was something that I was that concerned about, maybe I could, you know, write my congressman or try to do some of the things that I can influence. Um, but one of the things I think I hear you saying, let me know, is there's that distinction that gets made of like, I need to just disregard that. That's something that I really can't focus on. It's taken me away from those core values, the circle of influence. And I, you know, I can't do anything about it. So just, you know, let, let me disregard it. And, and I think that that becomes a tough line, right? Because you, you don't want to just let it breed complacency that mm -hmm. uh, it's out of my control. Well, right, right. Well, like you said, it, it's, it's really about, you know, having a good grasp over what you can influence. You know, it, if it's some initiative you want to start in a local community, can you, you know, spread the word with your neighbors, with your friends, you know, to the, to the extent that you can influence other people. And even by them seeing you take action, even if it's a little, right, then you, that influence actually is minor, but you've influenced somebody else to say, well, yeah, I can write a letter. Yes, mm -hmm. I can go to a, um, a board meeting for a, a nonprofit that you're involved in, you know, whatever it is. Um, but, then, but then there's this fine line between saying, well, I'm not going to do anything. And then, you know, I know what I can do. And then saying, okay, I've done everything I can do. Mm -hmm. Right. And then knowing when you've reached that point of, I've done everything in my ability to influence this. Mm -hmm. Now I have to say, okay. Right. right. You, right. you have to, at some point, be willing to accept you've done everything you can do keep acting in the, in alignment with your core values. Um, you know, and it, it's about even taking it into a business level. How can you influence the president of the company when you're maybe two levels below? Well, living, you know, if you operate out of lit, you know, living the values of the company, understanding your strengths, understanding your leader's weaknesses to the, to the point that where maybe, you know, where you're, your direct manager's weak points are if you're being proactive to, to try to shore up his weak, his or her weakness in that area and play to your strengths in another area. Now you're just building, you're showing everybody around you how to be proactive and, and use all the tools that you have. Yeah. You know. It's kind of helpful to have something to work with as we kind of talk about these concepts. Uh, another one, I, as you were talking uh, you know, we're in this area of COVID or time of COVID. And, and I thought of like a business manager that can't control if the governor says we're shutting businesses down. If you're a restaurant owner, as an example, but you can control the customer service. You can control the food. You can control the ambiance. You can control the business and how it's operating. And maybe the adjustments that need to be made during this time so that you can be an ongoing concern. Um, so we could spend a ton of time if I'm that restaurateur being concerned about who is the governor going to shut me down. And that's obviously really an, an important thing that could happen, but really the thing that I can control is, the, you know, how the customers greeted at the door when they walk into the restaurant. 
Right. Yeah, and, and that's, a, that's a great example because if you take that where you've got some outside policy that's affecting your, your organization, and, mm -hmm. and certainly in the time of COVID, a great example is, is the restaurants. Um, you, you're concerned about that. You know, maybe right. if your right. rights are violated. So, you know, in that one regard, all you can do is write, write letters, go to, go to meetings to the extent that you can, mm -hmm. but you still have a business to run. You know, you right. can't just say, well, I'm going right. to quit doing this. I'm going to go be a politician. Maybe, right. maybe right. that would be the, the time he said, I've had enough. I'm going to pick up and move. But then you can be proactive and say, okay, well, here's the rules. I'm not going to spend any more time fighting them. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best with what I have, knowing that, you know, the, this is the, the new framework for what we have to op operate in. Find, find the people in your team. You, you know, it's a time to just reinvent yourself on the fly. And, and I think every, every team, I've been in multiple organizations where uh, say you're part of a, a big company and the, a, the board of directors replaces the, the CEO. And now you've got an entirely new organizational structure, entirely new leadership team. Mm -hmm. Are you, are you going to just sit there and point fingers, blame, you know, well, no, because right. these external probably, changes happen. It, yeah. Right. Then now you're just sitting there focusing on this area of concern rather than being proactive saying, All right, well, we've got a new team. How can I how can I teach my leaders what we do? How can I, you know, bring them up to speed faster? It, it, and I think the, the perfect example uh, in this time of COVID uh, is being a parent. Uh, of a kid mm. and, and I see this with the other parents around me is that you know we're people are feeling kind of lost or maybe they say things well it just it just goes to their kids right so they're 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 ah. creating a negative influence by focusing on the things that are out of their influence and then creating their mm -hmm their kids and their, their kids' friends to have, you know, a growing negative attitude rather than saying, well, okay, we've done all we can. So now what do we really, let's regroup. What do we really, really, really have influence over? What can we do and do our best? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's, you know, those, those kind of moments you can take to, to shift and refocus and being a, a, bit of a study of stoic philosophy that I am um, uh, one of the great sayings there. And I forget now who it is. I maybe when we get better at these podcasts, I'll have that written out in advance, but is that, you know, the only thing we really have any control over is our thoughts. Wow. Wow. Yeah. If you, and yeah. if you think about that in the whole world, the whole universe, everything around you is really the thing that you only thing you physically mm -hmm. control is your thoughts. Mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes even that is <laughs> a little well, hard right sometimes they come in from there out of nowhere but well, yeah. well you know i appreciate the uh parent analogy though because i think that is a really um accurate way to even see how uh what we're concerned about uh you know whether i'm a manager or a parent affects those around me if it's my employees what I, you know, what I'm concerned about versus what I can really influence. Um, and then, 
I, I, there's a part of me also as a coach that wants to connect to the sort of the heart that recognizes um, the emotion too, like, yeah, that it's okay for it to suck. It's okay for it to be hard. But then to really connect what I think I hear you saying is like to connect to those core values that um, we're resilient and that we want to embody these values, whatever those are for uh, each individual. Uh, and then we have an opportunity to pursue those. I know we haven't, we haven't talked about this, but um, I've just sort of, you know, with the new year coming up at the time of this recording, been thinking about how cool would it be if when COVID done, whenever that is, that I learned something, right? Whether I learned a language or like just really being invigorated by how can I use this time to, uh, for my, to my advantage, to learn a skill, to read a book, um, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I'm not, I'm certainly not gained time and not commuting. So uh, how can I utilize that time to my advantage and improve as a person, uh, which has really been an exciting kind of, endeavor if anything I'm, my list is too big yeah so, but and, just wanted to share that yeah but you I mean you think about it, that's a, just just a great example though of it, if we shift it into the circle of influence and say okay how can i make the best of what i have been given mm-hmm. yeah and and focus there on that that circle how that can affect everybody around you. And certainly, I mean, this has been in 2020 has been a difficult year. Every, every aspect of it. Um, But on, I know on the days personally, when I, on I regroup and I ground myself and go, what, what can I really work? What can I really do? Mm -hmm. It's, it's just a better feeling because then it's, it's uh, from your core values. It's about making progress, not, fighting change uh, you know there's a couple distinctions there and mm-hmm. you know and, and how that then it just goes out into your life and your teams and and i think that's you know for people that i i, I envision listening to our podcast is that uh, you know maybe they're new to management maybe they're in in the middle i i've i've been there a number of times uh trying to trying to figure out how do i how do i influence up mm-hmm. and, and you know it, it really just comes down to you know are you in alignment with the core values of the company do you do you take the time to not be in you know when you're in fear and judgment and comparison which is really all the just focusing on these things in your concern area you know what's right the guy in the other department doing what's What's somebody doing over here? Well, now you're focused out outside of your influence. Yeah. Look Go at back what, to that. Look you can influence and, and you mm-hmm. can, you know, maybe, maybe there's something somebody upstream of you does that, that annoys people. And it, you know, one thing you don't do is it get involved in the gossip in the, in the break room, mm-hmm. right? you know, and, and that's where, you know, that, that just adds to this negative type influence when you're really out in this concern area. So I, I think that's just, you know, for me, what the, the takeaway from this, this episode would be is just, you know, how can we be looking for in ourselves and others? Are we really working on the things that we actually can influence? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, it's a beautiful picture to think about the manager and knowing their weaknesses and how can I 
manage up? How can I strengthen? How can I make my manager look better? Uh, it's a win-win, but I think it's so easy to not be in that place, especially if, you know, the manager changes on you. It's like, oh, I didn't ask for this manager, but now all of a sudden, you know, I've got a different manager. And to be in that place of like wanting the company to win, wanting the manager to win, uh, it really just lifts everyone up. And uh, that is within our own individual influence, right? That's something we can, can work on. Absolutely. Uh, you, you got any anything else? We got we got about five minutes or so here. No, no. I think it's been a good good discussion, and um, yeah, certainly timely with, with some things on our minds. I think with COVID, but um, yeah, how to manage in this world uh, when there is so much change happening that is outside our locus of control, that is in the uh, circle of concern, and where we can really participate in. Uh, how we can make change, create change, positive change, um, to lift those up and ourselves uh, and just become better people. That's exciting. I love it. Yeah, thanks. I, you know, I, I uh, hope the listener takes away something from this. Uh, you know, go out, you know, just, you know, apply that somehow in your life today. What, am I spending time on things that I'm just concerned about? How can I, you know, recraft, restructure my day into what I actually can can influence? Uh, it, it does make a, a a big impact, and then it and it just it just goes on from from you to the next person to the next, and um, you know that that's what we're out here. It's all about advancing our the the leadership of the people around us and take them to the top to the pinnacle. So that speaking of influence, Chad, one thing we can influence is we can ask the audience. To subscribe, subscribe to our podcast and to share it, share it with someone else. We'd love um, to share it. If you find value in this, to, to share it with someone else and leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Podcast at pinnacleleadershipadvancement.com. Excellent. Well, we'll see you next time. Sure.